It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I hope you had a great weekend. Welcome to the show, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. The greatest producer of them all, Justin Kalen on the other side of the glass. That's all right. That's pretty good, right? That is pretty good. I like it. It has a nice ring to it. Hope you had a great weekend. Dion had a great weekend. He did. Duke had a great weekend. They did. Florida State had a great weekend. Some people didn't have a great weekend. Julio Arias didn't have a great weekend. No, he didn't. Uh, Brian Kelly didn't have a great weekend. No, he didn't. Uh, but I had a good weekend. Four and two in on the six-pack. Wow. Yeah. I'm off to a rousing 67% win percentage. That's higher than you were at any and point I can't last wait. season. Thank you. <laughs> and I can't wait to tell you. I should have been three and three, and it's not because I should have lost one that I won. It is because I won two that I should have lost and lost one that I should have won. Something like that. Should have been three and three. Uh, Instead, four and two. I'll take that every week. Congratulations. Yay me. Eminem Cartage Hotline's open. It is Tuesday, September 5th. Hope you had a good Labor Day as well. Eminem Cartage Hotline open 384-1450, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well. That number is 502-414-1450. Hit me up on the text line at 414-1450. Don't forget to visit Thornton's. It is hot again today. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. One of the last hot days. It's September. Come on. How about some snow by the 15th? All right, let's not get ridiculous. Yeah, a little bit of snow. Spit, how about uh, freezing rain? Just a little. <laughs> not enough to, to mess, make your drive difficult. I'm good on that. <laughs> if you're looking for an icy cold thirst quencher, and I'm always looking for an icy cold thirst quencher, visit Thornton's today. All 32-ounce uh, or smaller fountain drinks, 89 cents, 94 with tax. Is that right? Correct. So uh, come in today, grab a fountain drink from Thornton's, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 414-1450. All right, the controversy is over. Let's put it to bed here. Team Rutherford, five under. Team Spears, three under at the Big Hey, X y'all beat scramble. last year's score. We did. We were a shot better, and we bogeyed one of the par threes. Mm. Uh, but you guys were seven under and tried to come back to the field. Seven under through 11. And finished five, five under. under. That yeah. means at least two bogeys. Yeah, we fell apart. Uh, was alcohol involved? Uh, for me, yes. The rest of my teammates, I'm not sure if it had anything to do with it. But it was fun. Oh, yeah. I have returned the bobblehead, the cookie lady bobblehead that actually never left the studio. <laughs> By the way, this was all Scooter's idea. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely. No. Let's go all right, Let's go back. Okay. I said, man, I really like this bobblehead. I'd like to have it. And you said, well, that's Rutherford's bobblehead. Uh, here's the story. They all got left at 790 when he left. Uh, Trevor bought it for him for his birthday for uh, online. I'm like, all right. Well, I'd still like to have it. It's really cool. And you said, don't take it. Let's just hide it. Uh, that's, so this is you. I don't think that's how it played out. That's exactly no, how No, I think out. we were both, both in on oh, the Oh, I was complicit. It. Absolutely. <laughs> I was 100% behind the idea. So I'm not saying I was the good guy here. I don't think I'm the one that said. But I'm just saying I'm not the only villain in this performance of Othello. That's all. It was funny. 
Uh, Mike, great sport about it. So, uh, you know, I will say he didn't want to talk to me before the scramble. (laughs) I went right up to him. You know me, peacemaker. Let's bury the hatchet. And he wanted no part of it. (laughs) He was locked in. He He, played really well. It was not about golf. It was about the hatred of me. (laughs) Talk to him after the round. All right, we're we're good, I think. I don't think he's putting a hit out on me. (laughs) I don't think he is. I can't confirm that he's not. But uh, the Kazito cookie lady is back in her place on the shelf over here to my left, and I guess everybody's happy. All's right in the world. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, six-pack was four and two. Let me explain how this works. This, that, By the way, this Friday, I got pro games. So we'll go three college, three pro. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, NFL starts Thursday, by the way. You expecting anything out of that game? The Chiefs are six and a half. Really? If I can get the Chiefs at home against the Lions, six and a half, in fact, I already jumped on it. I will say that. By the way, you can also bet in Kentucky starting Thursday. At brick and mortar. At brick and mortar. You can go to Churchill Downs. You can go to Derby City Gaming in Louisville on Popper Level Road. Uh, Northern Kentucky, you can go Red Mile in Lexington. You can go to the Turfway location in Northern Kentucky. There's all kinds of places. Kentucky Downs. Um, so And then th- Mobile's what, Thursday's two weeks? Thursday's the day. I think 21st, yeah, I think oh, okay. two weeks. But uh, you can bet legally in the state of Kentucky starting Thursday. Very exciting. Man, Sundays at work are going to be a heck of a lot more enjoyable now. Sundays at work? Yeah. Why is that? Because before I could, I work over in Kentucky and I could only watch the games. Now I can get a little skin in the games. Well, you didn't you ever stop here and bet before you no, went? No, heck no. I work early in the morning. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, but the Chief, if I, you could have told me anytime I get the Chiefs at home, I mean, not playing the Bills or the Bengals, but against an average team and give six and a half on a Thursday night in the season opener, I'm all over that. Mm hmm. So I can tell you right now, it's not part of the six-pack, but I'll tell you right now, Thursday, pick of the day is the Chiefs. Minus the six and a half. All right, so the six-pack, I went local, and I took Louisville on on uh, fr- uh, Friday night. Bad call. Well, this is why you don't gamble. This entire six-pack will show you why you should not gamble. Louisville had an eight-point lead, giving seven and a half. With the ball, late in the game, they're running it. They're running it. I'm sit. I'm at, after the Saint X beat Mail. Just a little shout out there. <laughs> Tony and I went to a local pub to watch the second half of the Louisville game, and I said to him, while Louisville's driving in the last their last possession of the game with an eight point lead. Oh, I don't want them to kick a field goal. Don't want them to kick a field goal. Because if they do, then they don't have to play defense. Guess what happened? <laughs> Field goal, go up 11. Now they're in prevent defense. I'm given seven and a half. And Georgia Tech scores in the last, what, minute of the game? Yeah. And covers. So that's a loss. First game of the year, get a bad beat. Now let me tell you the other side of the bad beat. The other side of the bad beat is the good win. Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Given 26 and a half to Ball State. Ball State. 
up 37 to 14. That's 23. They're not going to cover. They've got the ball. They can take a knee. Last play of the game, basically, they hand it to Ray Davis, up the middle, 30 yards, <laughs> touchdown. Kentucky covers. That's called the good win. I think there was six seconds left when he He's, scored. He went in the end zone at six seconds. <laughs> That's called a good win. That should never happen. No. And you know what else should never happen? Penn State, West Virginia. The spread was 20 and a half. Penn State was up less than that. I'm not sure exactly what the score ended up. Although I've got it written down and I could uh, – actually, I do do a little research on this show. Wow. I know it's hard to believe. Starting the week strong. Yeah. Penn State eventually uh, – uh, they're up 31 to 15. They're up 16 points. They've got the ball. They can take a knee. They can take a knee. They've got subs in. They got a backup quarterback. Oh, everybody, oh, this guy's I don't know the story. Oh, great story. This guy's backup quarterback. You watching? It looks like you're watching the replay. No, I'm not. He hands it off. They get to the three yard line. Now they could have already taken a knee. They didn't. They handed it off. Kid gets to the three yard line. So I'm watching. I'm thinking, well, they're gonna take a knee now, right? They got first down at the three yard line. Under 30 seconds to go. West Virginia is not going to call timeout. 31 to 15. Quarterback runs it in from three yards out. Scores. Ball game. 38-15, and that's a cover. Another good win. So I should have lost the Kentucky bet, the Penn State bet. Won them both. Should have won the Louisville bet. Lost that one. That's why you don't gamble. It is hair-pulling excruciating. LSU minus two and a half was my other loser along with Louisville. Oh, Brian Kelly not going to win all the games. Let's wait till we win all our games. You're not going to win all your games. And he called it a total failure after the game. Yes, it was a total LSU failure, including Brian Kelly. And look, Florida State played great. Jordan Travis turned the ball over a couple times, gave LSU opportunities. They, they first drive of the game, LSU was down inside the five-yard line, couldn't score. They led 17-14 to 14 at halftime and got beat 45-24. to 24. Florida State, yeah, they're good. Both these teams have good defenses, but LSU, I worry here now. They were a national, a quiet, sleepy national championship underdog contender to some people. Not anymore. There's another one of them that got smoked, too. Another one of them that got smoked. Team that a lot of people were high on, thinking they could somehow get into TCU? the playoffs. Uh, no, I don't know if they were getting that type Baylor? of hype. I was thinking more so Clemson. Clemson. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. It's not yeah. part of six-pack. I'm on the six-pack. Oh, that's what right. What are you doing? My bad. So you give them one holiday weekend off. I'll, I'll shut my happens. mic off. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> so Louisville and LSU were my two losers. Kentucky and Penn State were good luck winners. The other winners were Indiana. I tried to tell Scooter. 30's too much. Indiana can't score. No. They may not score this year. They got Indiana State coming up. I don't know what the over-under is, but I'm going under. Uh, yeah, I might I might hop on the under train for Indiana. But they covered. The defense played exceptionally well. 
Ohio State, I don't know how much they, they're going to be in love with this quarterback. Either of them. Either. Well, the one guy didn't play much. They thought they were going to split time. He, he played a series, maybe two. 23-3 to was the final. I give Tom Allen's team a lot of credit, man. They played hard. They're just not as talented as Ohio State. Mm-mm. It's that simple. Now you got Indiana State on Friday night. Interstate rivalry, question mark? Should be a tight one. My other winner is North Carolina, giving two and a half to South Carolina. No problem. Tar Heels uh, handily win that one. By the way, the ACC went two and one against the Southeastern Conference this weekend. Uh-oh. With LSU's loss to Florida State and South Carolina's loss to North Carolina, the only winner was Tennessee putting the clubbing on Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only conference that is undefeated this year is? Scooter? Mm-hmm. Big 12. Pac-12. They have one team. Well, they got no. They still got twelve <laughs> teams right now. They're thirteen and zero. USC's won twice. That's crazy. Now, when you look at the opponents, Colorado did beat TCU. That's a really nice win. Mm-hmm. But the SEC lost three games, two to the ACC, by the way. The uh, ACC lost four games. Now, let's keep in mind, Clemson and Duke. One of them had to lose. So you got a couple of games in there that uh, were conference games. Big Ten lost four games. Again, Minnesota, Nebraska, somebody has to lose. Indiana, Ohio State. Yeah, somebody's got to lose those games. Uh, But the Pac-12 so far this season, in their final season before they become the Pac-2, they are 13-0. How about that? Story of the weekend was Colorado. Yeah. Now you either – you're on – one of two, there is no middle ground here. You either love Dion and you're saying, oh, back it up, back up that smack talk, bring in all the players you want, get rid of the whole team if you want to. You got your son playing quarterback, let a guy play 129 snaps, play both ways, Travis Hunter. Mm-hmm. You're either you're in that camp or you're over here on the other camp going, man, I hope TCU beats them by 50. And now I hope Nebraska knocks them off with an upset this weekend. And now if they don't, then I hope when they go to Oregon in three weeks, they get crushed. Or when USC plays them the week after that, they get killed. Can't stand Dion. He's doing it wrong. The way he treated the former players at Colorado, there's no excuse for it. You're in one camp or the other. There's no middle ground. I like Dion. I don't necessarily pull for Colorado. I couldn't care less about Colorado. But I like Dion. He backed it up at Jackson State. He backed it up when he played in the NFL. He was a, one of the biggest talkers in the league, but he backed it up. And now he's got a win over a team that was in the national championship game last year on the road in a game where his team was a three-touchdown underdog. And he is crowing, and he's not going to stop crowing. It was a great game. Yeah, back and forth. It was awesome. It was a great game. It was awesome. It was why you love college football. That game was why you love college football. Because, man, it was fun to watch. You had two coaches offensively going at each other, and you had two coaches who couldn't stop anybody. I mean, there was a span in that game, John, where I got up and went into the kitchen, 
I don't, I don't remember. Two I, I guess I was making lunch or something. Yeah, and I missed two touchdowns. I was gone for no more than three and a half, four minutes. Dion's taking receipts. He said he was. Now, keep this in mind. The higher you get, the further the fall. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick got pretty high. He's been humbled here last year, and maybe he's going to get humbled again this year. No matter how high you get, no matter how great you are, unless you retire when you're at the pinnacle, you're going to go the other way. And Nebraska was a six-point favorite over Colorado before the year started. Now Colorado is a three-point favorite at Nebraska. Hmm. Nebraska can't score either. But you know my theory. You know one of my many gambling theories. If you upset a team and then you go on the road, look out. Colorado upset TCU. They now have yet another road game in Nebraska. Nebraska did not look good against Minnesota. Couldn't score, but did defend. And guess what they have now? They have a tape of a Colorado game, of a Deion Sanders coach game. And that defensive coaching staff is going to figure out a way or try to figure out a way to slow down, at least, Shadir Sanders and Travis Hunter and Edwards, who caught, who had three touchdowns. They'll figure it out. Somebody will figure it out. They had four guys over 100 yards receiving. That's he unbelievable. He threw for 5'10". That's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. And right now, on September 5th, Dion is backing it up. He's backing it up. And he's taking receipts. One of my favorite lines. I'm taking receipts. <sighs> I was a Cowboys fan back when Dion played for the Cowboys. It was fun, man. It was fun. Dion, T.O., was great. We knew he was not going to stay at Jackson State. When Travis Hunter committed to play at Jackson State, I thought maybe he's there for one more year. But no, Colorado came calling. And keep this in mind, too. Colorado has now won as many games this year as they won last year. They won one game last year. Mm -hmm. Their over-under was only set at three for this season. It's now five, by the way, which kind of – I get it. This is this automatically four because you beat TCU. Right. But it went up to five. And I looked at the schedule. They don't play Washington in the conference. Washington was impressive against Boise this week. They do play UCLA. They do play Southern Cal. They do play at Oregon. They do play Oregon State, who was impressive uh, on Sunday, a little, the rare Sunday afternoon college football. Yeah, I watched the Oregon State Beavers and the San Jose State Spartans (laughs) on a Sunday afternoon on Labor Day weekend. By the way, I told you this before we came on, but I'll get this (laughs) out there. Oregon's uh, mascot does push-ups after every touchdown. They ended up scoring 81 points, and this mascot did 546 push-ups. Oh, my God. Kill me now. In one game. Kill me now. They had to make a change at halftime, right? Well... (laughs) I mean, there's no way you could do that. Uh, I, if if you're hydrated. By the way, E me, I think. Uh-oh. Uh, that game, somebody just texted the text line, and I appreciate it. Always call me out when I'm wrong, okay? Somebody texted and said that game's at Colorado. It is at Colorado. 
So I take it back. It's not a road game for Colorado. They're going to roll. I thought it was in Lincoln. They're going to roll. They are now, according to CBS uh, uh, CBS Sports, three-and-a-half-point favorite. I, don't, I still don't know. Again, I'll go back to this line that I say all the time, Vegas knows more than I do. You would have thought, after a win over TCU on the road, Playing a Nebraska team that just lost at home, or lost on the road to Minnesota, in a, I think it was thirteen to ten, in one of the bor- bor- most boring yeah. games you've ever seen. You would think Colorado would be at least a touchdown favorite. It's three and a half, and Vegas knows what they're doing. All right, I'm late for a break. Let's take a break. Come back. Kentucky with a win. Louisville with a win. Indiana with a loss. We'll break down those games. Talk a little baseball as well. Reds win yesterday. Woohoo! You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Honoring him all day with uh, some select music from the man himself. I just saw he was uh, he had he was on soundtrack for Fast Times at Ridgemont High. He was in Jurassic World. He was one of the guys running away from the crazy birds. <laughs> but uh, seventy six years young, Jimmy Buffett. I never saw him in concert, although E U. I know E me for sure because he was at Riverbend. A hundred times in Cincinnati. Um, but Final Four 2012 in New Orleans, Jimmy Buffett performed a free concert on Friday night before the Final Four. And me and Tony and Tony's brother, uh, brother-in-law, Steve Beckman, we went uh, to the venue and could not get in. It was outdoors, <laughs> but it was so crowded that they had already let too many people in or or – the the limit was had already been reached. Yeah. So we stood outside the gate, drank our beverages, and listened to a couple of songs. But officially, I guess I never saw uh, Jimmy Buffett in concert. Oh, so you could hear the music from outside. Could hear the music. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that was cool. We hung around for a few songs and then decided to head back down to Bourbon Street, which was not a good idea. <laughs> uh, so Jimmy Buffett will be playing his music. Uh, at the uh, commercial breaks for the rest of the hour. All right, we'll start Friday night. Louisville beats Georgia Tech 39-34. The uh, Cards fans had to have some angst. Shoo. Now, I was covering St. X Mail. By the way, if you didn't hear earlier, St. X beat Mail 20-10. to 10. <laughs> That's twice, right? That is. I'm going to get it on at least three more times <laughs> this week. Um, so I didn't see the first half until I went home and watched it uh, the next day. 28-13, Georgia Tech at halftime. 
Wasn't it? Wasn't it twenty-eight-seven at one point? It was twenty-eight-seven yeah. at one point, but twenty-eight-thirteen at halftime. And if you look in the record books, as Kelly Dickey, who I follow on Twitter, always gives me all the numbers. Louisville in their history, four wins when they were down fourteen or more at halftime, fifteen or more at halftime. Wow! And they were down fifteen. Credit to uh, Jack Plummer who got his act together. Credit to Jeff Brom who had a great halftime speech and told his guys, you know, hey, you got to play harder than they do, basically. Plummer finished 18 of 31. By the way, Devin Leary of Kentucky was 18 of 31. A little eerie synchronicity here. Wow, that's I didn't realize Leary ended up like that. He started 7 of 18, so that's pretty respectable for how he started. Uh, so anyway, back to Louisville. Plummer, 18 of 31, 247, three touchdowns, one interception. Great second half for the Cards. They were all over the fl- all over the place defensively as well. Uh, only allowed six unimportant points at the end of the game, unless you're a better like I am. Unimportant mm-hmm. points uh, at the end of that game. Plummer also ran the ball nine times for 51 yards. Jawar Jordan had 96 yards on the ground and a touchdown. A 74-yard touchdown run. Thrash was great as a receiver. Yeah. He's going to be good. He is going to be real good. Yeah. Um, Georgia Tech. Uh, actually, Thrash was seven catches, 88 yards, two touchdowns. He's a, he's a, he's one of those dogs. He's a dude. As Dion would call him a dog. Yeah. Trey Cooley, two touchdown runs for Georgia Tech. Former Cardinal Trey Cooley. Um, now you got Murray State Thursday. It's a blackout at the stadium, 7.30, uh, ACC Network game, if you still have ACC Network. Whew, spectrum, man. <laughs> uh, this is probably the wrong time to get into this, but what are you doing? Yeah. I get a text from Ed uh, on, well, what was the big game that they uh, cut? It had to be Thursday. What was the cop? Uh, Utah, Georgia, or Utah, Utah Florida? Florida, yes. I get a text from Ed. Maybe it was, yeah, I guess it was Thursday. I get a text from Ed. Are you watching the Utah Florida game? Yes, I am. Do you not have Spectrum? No, I don't. Ed worked for Spectrum back in the day. <laughs> I said, no, why? And he starts, so then I look at Twitter. Oh, my goodness. Right at kickoff, they take the ESPN or Spectrum takes has to take the game off the air because their deal has expired with ESPN. ESPN gave them a grace period, and they decided at kickoff, and I'm literally lined up for kickoff time, we're pulling the plug on uh, Spectrum. Jeez. So Louisville game Friday night, not on Spectrum. You had to figure out a, a lot of people decided to do a YouTube TV seven-day free trial just so they could watch the game. Go to a local establishment. Uh, like I said, Tony and I went to shenanigans. I'll go ahead and give him a plug. Uh, after our uh, twenty to ten win over Mail, that's three, and <laughs> and watched it at, watched it there. But wow, college uh, people are going nuts, and they should. They should. I mean, you just want to see your team play. You just want, to see, and, and the timing of this, by in my opinion, by ESPN is criminal criminal take it on do it on a tuesday afternoon was it espn or was it spectrum well spectrum was forced to do it by espn because, yeah espn because there was no settlement earlier yeah espn should have done it earlier 
or Spectrum could have earlier said, we better do this on a Tuesday afternoon, you know, or a Tuesday morning. Let's do it on a Tuesday morning, give people time to get ready for college football season. But, uh, yeah, I got to watch it. Thank God I got DirecTV. Now, I don't say that very often. I'm paying way too much for DirecTV, I can tell you that. Yeah, you are. Should I write that off? You can. Because I talk about it on the show yeah. all the time. I don't see why you can't. I don't either. I need a lawyer. Anybody <laughs> a lawyer? <sighs> In any event, cards with a win. And really, when you think about it, before, and I said this before the game, that's all that matters. I don't care if it's – I said the cards would score 40. Tony laughed at me. They scored 39. So, theoretically, Tony was right. <laughs> theoretically. Um, but going into this game, I don't care if it's 10 to three or 50 to nothing, just win the game. It's Brahms opener. You want to feel good about the Thursday night opener at home. And now you get that Murray state. Okay. All right. Murray state is one and oh, they beat Presbyterian 41 to 10. Big I win. don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't think it means anything, but you never know. There is no spread on this game, just like there's no spread on Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky, or Indiana, Indiana State. Really? At this point. I think once you get, once Saturday gets here, or in Louisville's case, Thursday, Indiana's case, Friday, I think you'll be able to find a spread. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, there's nothing online. But they're going to be big numbers. That, uh, I don't know how big Louisville's number is going to be. Kentucky and Eastern is going to be huge. That's a weird Eastern game, gave yeah. up 66 to Cincinnati mm-hmm. and Scott Satterfield. And Indiana State got shut out at home by Eastern Illinois, 27 to nothing. By the way, terrible weekend to fade Scott Satterfield. Well. Yeah, that's right. I took the points with Eastern, Eastern Kentucky. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to admit it. 66 to 13. 13? Yeah. Yeah. 53. Spread you, was did, not that big. Did you get 53? No. No. <laughs> the cards are 1 and 0. And I said, uh, you know, we I I want to say we all agreed, but Scooter picked Georgia Tech to win. Uh, but Tony, myself and Ed all have Louisville at least 4 and 0 going into the NC State game on the road. I tell you this, I watched NC State on Thursday. They weren't very good. Mm-mm. At UConn. They've got Virginia's old quarterback, the left-hander, Brennan Armstrong, and he was not impressive. He was not impressive against a UConn team coached by Jim Mora Jr. that's not bad, but isn't necessarily good either. So if I'm Louisville, if I'm Jeff Brom, as you look at the schedule, after a week and a half, I guess you could say, because Notre Dame's already played twice, you would say NC State doesn't scare me. Duke now scares me. Yeah. Okay? However, if you watched that game last night, Clemson had multiple opportunities to score and shot themselves in the foot. It wasn't anything Duke did. Missed handoff transitions, fumbles by running backs, two missed field goals, really short field goals that were just shanked into the line of scrimmage. Clemson should have won the game. They had over 400 yards total offense. They scored seven points. Clemson had the ball seven times in the second half, didn't punt, and didn't, didn't score. score. Think about that. It's hard to do. I don't know. It's almost <laughs> impossible to do. 
Seven possessions, no punts, didn't score. So I don't know. Again, you're one game in. I don't know how I feel about Duke yet. Great win for the program. Mike Elko, second year at the helm. Quarterback, a lot of fun. A bunch of nerds jumping up and down and charging the field. All right, I get it. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. I still don't know how good. In fact, where's Duke play this week, Scoops? Mm, Couldn't tell you. Because I'm betting against them if they're on the road. Uh, But you look at a little schedule. Virginia got thumped by Tennessee, and I mean thumped. Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech plays Purdue this week, by the way. Um, Miami didn't play anybody. Kentucky didn't play anybody. So if I'm Louisville, I feel pretty good here. feel pretty good. I got the win I needed to get. You're going to beat Murray. You're going to be favored against Indiana. You should be a solid favorite against Indiana. And Boston College, there's something about watching a game at Chestnut Hill. There's something just – if you're an insomniac, if you can't sleep, watch a Boston College home game. They lost, by the way, at home to Northern Illinois in over in double overtime or in overtime, 27-24. They're not good. You get them at home if you're the Cards. So four and zero. You got uh, Boston College beating Louisville, by the way. Yeah, I'm starting. You start, can't change it. Starting to think there's, my season predictions are going to be. Yeah, way there's off. no takebacks. They're going to be way off. There's no take. By the way, Duke hosts Lafayette. On so it's a home game. Yeah. So this doesn't fall into the uh, nope. Got to look criteria. Elsewhere. I do have to look. The criteria is I think I'm gonna I'm gonna try to say this right. A ranked team, no, an unranked team that beats a ranked team, and then goes on the road the next week. That's who you bet against. Mm-hmm. Uh, simple philosophy. I'm gonna use it many many times in the six pack as the year goes on. Um. I tell you, I didn't make any money last year, but I would have if I'd have just stayed with that philosophy. All right, let's take a break. We'll break down the Cats' win over Ball State and uh, unlikely cover, and Ohio State beats Indiana. We'll talk about that one as well. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Come Monday, it'll be all right. Come Monday. Oh, yeah. 14 minutes before the hour. Watching the sun bake. Here on Big X Sports Radio. All of those tourists covered with oil. Ah, Jimmy Buffett. The late Jimmy Buffett passed away at 76 this weekend. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment of the day. Here are the teams the Southeastern Conference beat this weekend. You ready? Ready. South Dakota. Uh-oh. I hit a button. Ball State. Virginia. All right. I'll give them Virginia. Western Carolina. Mercer. UMass. Southeast Louisiana, Tennessee Martin, New Mexico, Alabama A&M, Middle Tennessee State. Whoa. There you go. Bad if, competition. If you played anybody, South Carolina, you lost LSU. 
If you played anybody, Florida, you lost. There you go. Some folks are asking, does it still mean more? It does mean more. Yeah. Vanderbilt's 2-0. and They beat Hawaii and Alabama A&M. <laughs> oh, God. Welcome back. Eminem Cards Highline's open. 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well. 502-414-1450. Before I get to the Cats, hard knock season finale tonight with the New York Jets. Boo. On HBO, I think 9 o'clock, it might be 10. Check your local listings. Can I just say how upset I am that this is my first time ever tuning into hard knocks? I'm fully invested, 100% in, and then five episodes in, we're done. That's well, bogus. But that's the length of the preseason. That's bogus. That's it. I hate it. There will be a in-season hard knocks. I don't know who the team is. Maybe they've announced it, and I missed it. I think maybe they announced it at the end of the show tonight. Last year it was Arizona, and when Arizona got put on, Kyler Murray got hurt, and they didn't win another game, I don't think. So do they typically take a – what type of team do they take in the middle portion? Well, they announce it early. So you don't know. Okay. They took Arizona last year. They thought Arizona was going to be a contender with yeah. Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. J.J. Uh, Watt was a great human interest story. Turned out to be his last year, so they got they focused on that when all else was lost. Um, you, you'd you like your Steelers on that? I, w- I want the Steelers yeah, I think bad, That'd yeah. be good. Kenny Pickett. Um, I'd be okay with Jacksonville, too, though. George Pickens. I don't know who they're going to take, but it's – Whoever it is, it's glorious. You've you've bought in now, right? Oh yeah, I'm in. I'm I'm a hard knocks guy for life. And if you weren't a Lions fan last year, you became a Lions fan. If you weren't a Jets fan at the beginning of this year, oh Aaron Rodgers, prima donna. You like Aaron Rodgers now. Love the Jets. Aaron Rodgers was is great. We tend to buy in. By the way, the Jets Monday night football are a one point underdog at home to the Buffalo Bills. Man, that'll be a game. Could be fun. Could be fun. Um, I mentioned it earlier in the hour. Julio Arias arrested for domestic violence. He was um, suspended and fined by the by Major League Baseball for a similar reason back in 2018 or 2019, I think it was, just before the pandemic. Uh, so this is not his first go-round in this realm. He is not with the team as the Dodgers are in Miami. I don't know how much this hurts the Dodgers. Walker Bueller had a a rehab assignment last week. Uh, He is just about ready to come back to the Dodgers, so it's kind of a trade-off there. But, look, it hurts hurts their depth in the playoffs. Braves beat the Dodgers three out of four this weekend Mm -hmm. in L.A. Uh, And the fourth game went to extra innings. See that Homer Acuna hat? I did. He got married. 128. He He got married that day on Thursday in a grand slam in the first inning. That night. That's winning right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know why he got married? Because he was in love? He's, he, he, and his, he and his now wife have two children together, and she, her visa was running out. She was going to be deported. Mm. So he married her. Well, Makes sense. I uh, put it off as long as I could. <laughs> Honey, you're taking the kids with you, right? No, I'm not <laughs> taking them with me. They're staying with you, Ronald. Uh, you know what? Let's get married. <laughs> Congratulations to all of the Acunas. Uh, Reds win yesterday. They uh, shut out. Uh, they didn't shut out the uh, Seattle Mariners, but they won six three. Had a five nothing lead. Just kind of hung on. Uh, they will play again tonight, six forty in Cincinnati. 
Connor Phillips gets his major league debut for the Reds tonight. They went with bullpen last night. T.J. Antone started, pitched two great innings, and then they just pieced it together. The Reds have four pitchers on the COVID restriction list right now. Mm -hmm. And Graham Ashcraft is hurt. So they are clutching at straws, trying to hang in there. They are in a virtual tie for the final wild card spot in the National League. Go Reds, go. Cubs are going to get in. They shut out San Francisco 5 nothing yesterday. My Cubs are going to get in, it looks like. Y'all got a hard schedule left, though. I know. And Milwaukee, you mentioned this at the break. Milwaukee, Cubs, and Reds could all make the playoffs. Absolutely. That would be cool. And you, Because I, everybody talks about Dodgers, Braves, Phillies. Everybody did talk about, at least at the beginning of the year, Padres, Mets. Nobody talked about Cubs or the Reds. Well, and I don't know if it was you or Tony or Ed, but one of you all told me when I brought up the fact that three NL Central teams could get in, one of you just completely shut me down. So the fact that we're this late in the season. Probably me. It probably was. Yeah. But, I mean, the fact that we're this late in the season and that looks like it could realistically happen is pretty awesome. I got to uh, got to keep you in your in your lane there. That's right. Scooter. Uh, by the way, one other upset in college football. Texas State beat uh, Baylor. Didn't they smoke them? Baylor paid them 350000 to come to town. <laughs> Texas State did the same thing Dion did. Dion brought in 52 new players. Texas State brought in 45 mm-hmm. brand new players. That's the third highest of anybody. By the way, Ball State's best wide receiver on Saturday was a former Colorado guy. Well, there's the got the boot. There's former Colorado guys everywhere. Yeah. Because he clean he clean cleared the room. Yeah. Uh Kentucky 44, Ball State 14. 20 point second quarter for the Cats. Erased a seven to three deficit. Uh the good news for Kentucky. It looks like you have a kicker. Yeah. It looks like you don't have to worry about special teams, or at least that portion of special teams. Alex Rayner, three field goals, 41, 46, and 46 yards all in the first half when they needed them. I mean, Ball State was giving them everything they wanted. They needed those field goals. Devin Leary, I mentioned, 18 of 31, 241. So he and Plummer for Louisville, both 18 of 31, Plummer threw for 247. Leary threw for 241. <laughs> now, only one touchdown for Devin Leary. Both guys had one interception. And Plummer had three touchdowns. Ray Davis, the Vanderbilt transfer, 14 carries, 112 yards, including a 30-yard touchdown on the last play of the game for the Cats to cover. Two touchdowns for Davis. Uh, it looks like he is going to get, without question, the majority of the the catches, Jaton McLean was. They're supposed to kind of split time, but Davis is good. Yeah, he's good, and if the line holds up, he's going to get a lot of yards. He's well, over three thousand for his career now. Well, and Kentucky's got three or four guys in the backfield that could be serviceable backs. But yeah, I agree with you, Davis. He's going to be the guy moving forward, yes. despite Kentucky fans thinking that it was going to be a platoon type of system. And, and look, McLean is a great, um, you know, guy to have to relieve. You know, give him a series off here and there. Um, and McLean can get some yardage as well. Dane Key, the Lexington product, Lexington Frederick Douglas product, five catches, 96 yards, a touchdown. Barry and Brown only had three for 39, but he also had a 99-yard kickoff return. That was awesome. He got there right now. Yeah. I mean, he hit the hole, and it was see ya. Uh, I watched it again last night during my fantasy football draft. Uh, they had the game on 
And uh, I said, watch this kickoff return, how quickly. Nobody got near him. No. By the um, way, kickoff and, kickoff return for a touchdown, most exciting play in football? Uh, one of the. Because I like a scoop and score. And okay. the Cats had a scoop and score yesterday, yep. uh, Saturday as Two well. Two of them. They, well, one counted, incompetent, one didn't. Incompetent refs called one yes, back. Yes, they yeah. did. And Mark Stoops, I really thought, was going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> I really did. I thought he was going to punch the ref at one point. Um, well, I think he knows better than that. But I thought his brain was going to come outside of his head. Big defensive plays for the Cats uh, and special teams plays uh, contributed to that win. Again, it's a win you got to have. It's Ball State. It's a MAC team. Got to win it. They did. Now another game they got to win, and they're going to win. It's Eastern Kentucky, 3 o'clock. Good luck finding it on TV. I think it's on ESPN Plus. Saturday, 3 o'clock. Eastern coming off that 66-13 loss to Scott Satterfield and the Cincinnati Bearcats. So um, pretty much a a buy here. Is this a walkover? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, there, there can't even be a spread here. Spread, by the way, spread's got to be 40. By the way, those Kentucky wide receivers, Robinson, Barry, and Brown, and Robinson, then Dane I didn't Key, even talk about Robinson. All three of them are just so fun to watch. And they, I mean, you never know which one of them is going to step up the most in each game. So that'll be a lot of fun watching as the season progresses. There's, I don't, there's not many teams with three better wide receivers than that. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Are you impressive coming over stat. to the good side? No, I mean, I but, think so. but producer for KRC, I mean, I pay more attention yeah. out of Kentucky than I used to. Indiana loses to Ohio State as expected, but it was 23-3. to It was very respectable. The Hoosiers played really good defense for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCord, the Ohio State quarterback. Ryan Day's still looking here. He's still looking. He was 20 of 33, 239 with an interception. Uh, give me your quick... 30-second Soresby criticisms. Soresby? For Indiana? Yeah. I mean, I did 8 of 15, I didn't 58 really, yards. I don't really blame him. I didn't really see much out of the Indiana offense. And that wasn't just Soresby. That was uh, Jackson, too. I mean, they're both the, – the, the playbook wasn't opened up. And I even said on Twitter, I did not sign up for an option type of offense. So yeah. if that's what I'm going to see all year, Man. I don't know how much of Indiana I'll be watching. And They've got to air it out. And you're running it against a house. Yes. Dude. It was so boring. Uh, I'm just going to call him Trace's brother. I'm not going to call him by his real name. Okay. He was one of five for 24 yards. But he played majority of the game. He He looked better. And that's why Soresby had more passes, because he played at the end of the game when Indiana was trying to play catch up. Got Indiana State on Friday at home. And look, I know you're not probably not going to make a bowl game. This is a year where you're just waiting for basketball to start if you're an Indiana fan. Oh, yeah. But you got to beat Indiana State. Got to. I remember Indiana State came into Louisville not too long ago, rainstorm, and cards barely got out of there with a victory at uh, old Papa John's Cardinal Stadium. Uh, 7 o'clock Friday night, by the way. Hey, let's infringe on high school football again. It's ridiculous. Tom Allen, by the way, went crazy. He does him. not like it no, at all. he does At all, and I respect him for that. Uh, 7 o'clock, Big Ten Network. By the way, Indiana State lost at home. To Eastern Illinois on Saturday, 27 to, in soccer they would call it nil. 27 nil. Any other games catch your eye this past weekend, Scooter? No, I think we hit all the ones that I was paying attention to. I'm, I'm excited for, what, week three, four? Texas, when Alabama. The, when, the, when the slate starts ramping up, it'll be a lot this of fun. Week, but yeah, that Texas, one will, Alabama yeah, in sure. uh, Tuscaloosa. For sure. That'll be good. Oregon, uh, you mentioned, put 81 on Portland State. Notre Dame, uh, 56 on Tennessee State. Nothing else really jumps out that we haven't already talked about. 
Uh, Western Kentucky with a win, by the way. They beat uh, Utah State, or they beat uh, South Florida 41-24. Tony Burke, maybe, maybe not in studio tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Here's more Jimmy Buffett, Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Axe.